Here we go again. You're locked into the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast with Luke Taylor Guthrie and Vegas Mike. We're two weeks away from conference play, roughly, which is just another reason why ushering in 2017, Taylor, will be even more delightful. Let's usher it in. But until then, we're, uh, I'll see you fell into my trap. But until then, <laughs> we're going to fight through the next couple of weeks. We're going to have to fight through these next couple of weeks. We have some great moments, but overall, this is where the grind really gets going. And just reflecting on this last week, yeah, definitely a grind. But plenty to talk about. Midweek matchups have been certainly rough. But we had a great Saturday last Saturday, and we have another excellent Saturday in store in a couple of days, so we'll reflect and preview as always. Also on the agenda for the episode, well, I wanted to power rank it out, but a couple of you fools vetoed that idea, even though it needs to be done 10 games in, but give or take. But we're not going to do that because you guys are losers, or at least Taylor's <laughs> a loser. So we'll begin with some chatter, which will be a roundtable sweet. tangent. Sweet of you to say. Yeah. On who we don't trust, this is a new segment. We'll go clockwise, starting with me, because I originated the idea for the segment. And we'll, it's called Who We Don't Trust. I love that you're hosting it and you're starting it. I mean, this is really a great start to the podcast, I think. It, it, well, it's a great segment. And this segment will deliver to listeners. Okay. okay? We'll, finish, we'll finish with a deep dive into Boston College, which Taylor and Guthrie are, seem incredibly excited for, which Mike and I are not sure Let's go why Eagles. they're so giddy. Do you know what? Yeah, no, I, I, will, I refuse to participate. I didn't even know Boston College was in the ACC until about 22 minutes ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to participate either. Yeah. We'll no. just see how fly, these two carry a segment by themselves, okay? Yeah, that's fine. And then finally, um, well, we're also going to preview the matchups, of course, and reflect. So, And then you can follow us on Twitter. And let me say this, guys. After beckoning the masses, the proud and loyal listeners of this program got the word out, and we gained roughly 20 followers. Yeah, wow. which was, I think, our biggest surge ever. That's We're at great. 108 now, and at this pace, we should be able to challenge Jeff Goodman by, I don't know, December of 2017, maybe. Everything okay. you just said made me so sad. Like, <laughs> everything about that. Well, Were there any you don't want to challenge European Jeff Goodman? No, hold up. We might I don't be, care about hey, that, no. listen, okay? Really? I've, I've come back to Earth. We might be able to just go after him once we reach 150 or 200. Deal? Yeah, that works for me. Because yeah, why not? It, because it needs to be done. You know, it needs to be done. And I don't care if he quips about our numbers. We've got knowledge on him, that Big Ten lover, right? Whatever. I mean, you, know, you guys yeah. are sure. Let's and get into our segment. About <laughs> Wait, you guys, you guys really like you don't you don't care that Jeff Goodman is just you know. If he's in your head, Guthrie, he's one. I, I, mean, really? I only care about the basketball and the line. So that's, that's all okay. I care about. That's, that's all, okay. all I see. I, I'm like, when I watch college basketball, it's like watching the Matrix, you know? Like, I'm like that guy that, like, uh, Polynesian man that sat at the computer and just watched the green <laughs> lights <laughs> scroll through. However, that being said, I took all um, your money last Polynesian. weekend in our gentlemen's bets. <laughs> and, and Mike you and I's gentlemen's bets, I just raked him over the coals, but you've been raking Guthrie yeah. over the coals. Right. So it's all coming to me. So Taylor should start <laughs> betting with me, gentlemen wise, and he should be getting some money too and then he could give back to Guthrie so we should just do a cycle yeah, right? yeah. a circle circle exactly. of life a, a nice, circle a nice of circle life jerk. that's one way to put it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the circle Guthrie Great. gives to Mike Jaffe gives to me I'm mm-hmm. not giving to anybody right now so maybe I shouldn't even bring this yeah, idea you, up yeah you're you're making out pretty, pretty blot, well blot that out Taylor just forget that <laughs> sure okay? Yeah, wipe his mind clean Inception yep. is already done happened. already done <laughs> yeah. already forgotten okay um Let's go to people, things, teams, coaches, places. Well, let's just go with things we can't trust, right? We're going to start with this, all right? I will begin. Everyone on the NC State men's basketball team. Any wow. comments? Can't trust? You just can't trust any of them? No. Gottfried all the way down to Henderson. Sorry. I can trust BJ Anya to you know, go uh, to, to White Castle at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I can, that's something I can rely on, I think. That's fine. All right. That's that's okay. I take it back then, Mike. Mike, that's a good angle. Okay, you're right about that. Thank you, thank you. All right, Guthrie, you're next. Um, I'm gonna go something a little different. Uh, I'm gonna go with something a little different. So, uh, I cannot trust American Airlines. I was. Oh, he had a bad experience. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was yesterday. I'm really sorry. Was I? I, So what happened? What happened? So O'Hare got a bunch of. Um, Chicago got a bunch of snow a few days ago. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any problem with weather when I was there yesterday, but there was like the the flight computer or something was was messed up, and it took them three hours to realize that they needed to replace the plane. Now you're in IT. Is a flight computer important? 
I don't know. That seems pretty optional to me. Yeah, I mean, Taylor's shaking his head. Taylor doesn't think so. (laughs) It's all manual these days. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, Amelia Earhart made it without computers. I mean, if Amelia did it, what the heck do the people in Chicago do? How hard is it to to drive a plane, really? (laughs) Fly a plane? Yeah, because where you're going, you don't need roads, right? (laughs) I mean, you just drive. Yeah, I mean, Chicago Chicago to Charlottesville, it's a straight shot. Yeah, seems seems right. So you can't trust American Airlines. Yeah. All right, Taylor, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to say you can't trust the Pittsburgh Panthers offense. Ooh, I'm going to say, oh, well, this well, is going out on a limb here. I, I respectfully okay, get, disagree. It's a little give controversial. Me more, hmm. right, they're highly ranked right now. They're 36th in the nation, according to Kim Palm, offensive efficiency. Okay. I only expect to see that number uh, go down. Um, I think, obviously right now, Michael Young and Jamel Artis are obviously clearly two guys. I think you're going to see teams start to throw everything at those guys and make the rest of the team beat them. And I think their offense is only going to suffer from that treatment. Mike, would you like to begin the rebuttal, or can I start? No, no. Why don't you go ahead and start? I feel like I always ring the bell. Can you finish it it off? Can we just finish Taylor right now? Sure. (laughs) Okay, listen. You can't throw everything at two guys. You can throw everything at one guy. You can't throw everything at two guys, all right? There's just not that many quality defenders to throw everything at two guys. So they'll be fine. They have two players who can score at will. Okay, and I'll also make the argument for the emergence of Chris Jones and Cameron Johnson this year. I think they both played incredibly well. They feel necessary support roles there, and they, they've been shooting the three better than I think most people expected. Cameron Johnson in particular shooting 43% this mm. year. Really like them uh, offensively. Yeah, I just think that, uh, and I hear all this, uh, but you, I think... You hear it, but I hear are, you, it. are you listening? Mm, not no, really. Not at all. <laughs> no. Active listening is not a skill I ever learned. I think that... Um, I think that their offense is a little too dependent on free throws. They get 23.2% of their points from the free throw line. But you love Virginia 50, Tech 50, with 50, all your might. But You love Virginia Tech, and you're talking about free throws and just, relying on free yeah. throws. I think for them, it's and the guys who draw free throws for them are those two guys, and I think that mm-hmm. they haven't played teams that have a defense that can match up with that yet, with maybe the exception of a couple of their games in there. SMU is a pretty decent defensive team um, who they lost to. Um, okay, and they beat Marquette, who's okay great. but not great. They great. lost to Duquesne. So, okay, I've got I've got something to say about Pitt, and I, I agree mostly with Taylor. I, I think well, you Pitt, guys are on the Wake Forest is better than Pitt train. Yeah, so yeah, sure, okay. I, was, I missed it. I think was it last week when you when you asked if uh, Taylor wanted to rescind that. Yeah, we're now betting on Dude, two I'm, banquets. Yeah, on Wake Forest. For <laughs> double Pitt. double down, man. Well, that's fine. I'm I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, good. Me too. Very. I'm not Me saying. Too. Look, I'm not we'll saying do that three. I'll do three at this point. I'm not saying. No, 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 no. This is no. I don't. Gonna, I don't want to take any more. Before like your... Guthrie finish. Uh, <laughs> okay, but Pitt, get him, wanna, Kanye. Get him. <laughs> yeah, no. I. Th- I mean, I'm not saying that they are a bad offense, a terrible offense. I just think that you can't trust them to the extent that they have. That maybe some people do right now. Yet we see them up by 20 points in games that are almost coin tosses, like the Maryland game and the Penn State game from this past Saturday. No, I'm just throwing that out okay, there. Okay, so we're not going to talk about the fact that they're they, better they, than Maryland and Penn State. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're so much better than Maryland. Maryland is a is a disaster this year. Then why do we go with Maryland? Well, I have made some mistakes in my life. <laughs> okay. I think I picked Pitt, but fair, fair yeah. enough. We well, I, I definitely let's not picked argue Maryland. about that. Anyways, continue, guys. So, sorry. So the problems with this team, they rely too much on jump shooting. I think they are not a good shooting team. Like you, you can talk about Chris Jones and Cameron Johnson. Chris Jones is whopping two of fifteen. That's like Zach Lede numbers, right? So right. I, you know, I'm not going to trust the ball in his hands when when the shot clock's running down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Jamel Artis and Michael Young, they're they're good. They are going to get their shots, but what if one of them has an off day? You know? Mm. Oh well, I mean, it's they, a long run season. They you know. they are not a good shooting team aside from maybe those two and Cameron Johnson, they do not rebound well on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely do not. Okay, Mike, we're winning the banquet. It's, it's up to you now. Uh, look, I mean, everybody knows I'm a big 
Pitt fan. I, I think offensively they do have what it takes to compete in the ACC long term. I do think that they're going to struggle once you once you get into uh, in season play due to their lack of size and everybody in the ACC being just humongous. Uh, so I, I think they are going to struggle uh, here coming up. I I'll, I'll say that against the spread they've been one of the worst teams in the ACC. They're only four and six against the spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but those have been uh, the the losses against the spread have been enormous spreads. Yeah, and I don't trust sure. those games. Sure. I don't. I, I trust mean, games where they're cl- where they're coin flips and they're winning those games. Regardless, they're they're spread games. All right, enough yeah. of the, uh, enough so, of this. When I when I deflected to teams. you, I wanted to ask you who you don't trust. Yeah. Besides so, from men who carry neck pillows in airplanes. Right, right. I have a long one who might feud. be among us right now. Long running feud. I actually don't own a neck pillow. I just defend the position. Mm. I. You know what? That is. <laughs> I respect that so much. That is fantastic. I. W- I Really, I wish I owned one. I okay, just am well, too. Now it's okay. I'm, I'm just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. quit while you're ahead. <laughs> you may not agree with the neck pillow position, but you will defend to the right. Yeah, to, to the death. Absolutely. Do you carry right a pillow on an airplane? No, ever. No, okay. I don't. Well, good. I don't. Then Mike I can use, trust you. I use the balled up, balled up jacket or fleece or whatever. Yes, that's right. a Mike, true players Mike, move. Who, Less comfortable. Who do you not trust? <laughs> Um. Wow. I'm just. I need a moment. I need a moment. <laughs> Fine. Um, I, we can go back to me if you need more time. So no. The I'll, I'll just say one thing. ACC basketball. I'm. We're gonna do one more round table. I need oh. to hear one more thing from each of you. No, we're oh, doing at least two more rounds. Yeah, because we're doing I, more I, rounds. The one thing so that I'll get to quickly is uh, you know the UNC offense without Joel Berry. Um, mm. Just not not looking too strong against yeah, uh, Davidson in Tennessee, and really makes you wonder. You know, when you get into ACC play, and um, you know whatever limitations Joel Berry has going into that, I think are. I'm really interested to see the Kentucky game coming up. You know, with their strong guard play and what they're able to do defensively, if he is able to play. Um, so, anyways, that's one thing I don't trust right now: the Carolina D when Joel Berry is not on. I'm just going to oh. rip off like three in a row. Um, I don't trust Kansas to cover spreads ever. Uh, I don't trust mm. Oregon as a basketball team. And I don't trust men who frequently use ellipticals at the gym. <laughs> ellipticals oh, wow, as a nice. means of exercise? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Maybe once in, uh, I don't know, a five-month span if you're rehabbing. but <laughs> They're easy on your knees. I did see Justin Anderson, the former much. UVA basketball player, Live on an elliptical for about a, a a three week span. A lot mm. less joint damage. So he, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I just don't trust it. Guthrie next. Um. So I will say, as as a bald man, I think I am entitled to say this. Um. I don't trust Luke Kennard's hair. The guy is clearly he has some sort of receding hairline, and he just needs to accept it. Like, do you trust men with toupees? Uh no no it's a, it's a similar thing you just you just gotta go you just gotta go for it you mm-hmm. just gotta shave it off I agree Taylor. like yeah. that's it and I I just want to uh, jump on this real quick the funny thing is uh Guthrie you you may be bald but you can grow a beard like nobody's business you're the only person I know who in 12 hours can go from clean shaven to bird's nest yeah <laughs> so, do you happen yeah. to be a cycler by any chance Guthrie. No, I'm not. Because I once I, I was talking to a relatively hairy man the other day, um, and he told me that when you when you cycle a lot, you just end up clean as a baby's bottom, you know, in the undercarriage. You just there's no hair there. He doesn't have to do anything. There's no treatment. He's just oh, I so see. Anyways, I just, see. Just, just an interesting but it's great. sign. Note. I never wow. would have seen that coming. I mean, I I wouldn't either. Honestly, it would not cross my mind. I guess it's the friction. It must uh, be. It must hmm. be. Must be. Taylor. Taylor. Great times. Um, what, else, what else do you not trust? I, I will say I don't trust uh, Miami against the spread. And mm. I was looking okay. over mm. uh, Mike's shoulder at his statistics he has pulled up here, and they had yep. they were, I think, four and four against yeah, the spread, which seems cool okay. Yeah, okay, so it's a coin flip. But um, All right. I just I, I don't trust them against the spread in, in games that you really need to bet on. All right, I understand. Yeah. All right. I understand. You lose the big if you only go 500 against the spread. Hmm. Mike. Nice. Um. I'll just say one other thing, non-basketball related. Um, I don't trust when an establishment has like a Reader's Digest or like a local community paper, like Community Pick Award in the window. Like if they say that and it's Uh, not like, you know, TripAdvisor, mm, it's just like third place in your local paper. I don't trust it. If you're proud of third place in the local paper, you're probably the fifth best place in the block. That's what I'm I'm going with. 
I've got another three to just throw out there. Since <laughs> well, I have that is, you know what? I don't agree with that. Yeah. As a supporter of local journalism, okay. I, you know what? Those are important awards, and that's the people who know the business best voting on that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Really? Yes. You never. Mm. You were never swayed. Are you going to see, see Taylor? Used to be a local writer before he got big time. Are you going to trust used to be. some? Yelp review Before he that's sold like, out. the food was amazing, but I didn't like the ceiling tiles. One star. <laughs> the worst reviews on Yelp ever. No. You can't trust Yelp anyways. They're exploitative. Everybody everybody mm-hmm. on the podcast, mm-hmm. boycott Yelp. Do not use mm-hmm. them. What Absolutely. I'm getting from you is you don't trust any reviews of any kind, except maybe like- Vegas direct, Insider. Yeah, Vegas Insider. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. More things we don't trust or people or, I don't know, places, things, teams, coaches, refs. I'll get there eventually. Um, I'm going to give more because I, I'm going to give like three each time because I have so you many have on my so list. Many. I'm, yeah. I don't trust yeah. easily. This is great. People who don't get Frasier fur Christmas trees. This is holiday related. So the Douglas mm. fur crowd, mm. I'm I'm not going to trust you on important okay. things. Okay. Time out. So let, let's just illustrate the distinction, right? So so what is it? Douglas fur is the one with like the the finer needles. Like the needly. Yeah. 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 And, and what? Frasier fur is like the, the clumpy, the clumpy. The good ones. <laughs> the good trees. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I understood correctly. Mm-hmm. I think that's I, we. I had this conversation Guys. with our good friend Dave. Dave and I talked about this, and it immediately came to mind when we were talking Christmas trees. Okay. Secondly, I don't trust people who don't drink coffee and are proud of it. Mm. Yeah, I agree. As someone who consumes his body weight in coffee each day, yeah. This is how we, you know, when Taylor and I are on the same side of something. I, oh, I mean, what's wrong with this world? I, I know. Well, hey, we liked Villanova, and hey, they covered against Notre Dame. Yeah. He's had it all the way. Yeah. All the way. Easiest oh, cover. All the way. Didn't sweat Easiest one cover. bit. And then finally, Grayson Allen. There's three. Man, that is that is so spot on. What? I know. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to get into it, but, um, oh, man, that was so spot on. You need a moment, Catherine? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me jump in okay, on this Christmas okay. tree debate. You guys are so elitist. Some of us have to do with a nice scotch pine. Yeah. Okay? Some of us aren't having Dude, why are you looking at me? I was just me, asking the you, distinction. Did you see Guthrie's face when Luke said he didn't trust Grayson Allen? I mean, it's a good thing this table covers below the waist. Because <laughs> Guthrie just was so excited. Right? <laughs> it was too much for me. That was that bump it, on the it, table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you heard. Yeah, right. Right, I just it's it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. All right, I just want to go back to this Christmas tree thing. Yeah, I yeah. have great memories of going down to cut my down my own Christmas tree with my father. I took my young son with me to cut down our Christmas tree. Listen, don't try to no, pretend you came from humble beginnings. No, because I know you better furs, than that. I'll just say this: no Fraser furs available to cut down your own in our area. I would have loved to do that, but unavailable Ooh. to cut down yourself. Okay. Yes, where, where but you're you right, go? Fraser Fur fantastic. Yeah, we now have that you're an Fraser adult and you can us. go to a Fraser Fur farm. No, anyway. Too far away to okay. go. You're up. Anything else you guys don't trust? If not, I have more. Do you have more? Honestly, there, are more? there was something there was something. I don't on the trust tip a lot of, of tongue, things in college basketball. But I uh gosh, Grayson Allen was just like it did, too, it. It too, did it for you. Yeah, right. While you guys are thinking, I'll just continue, okay? Yeah, go, go for it. Go. People who ask for their red meat to be served well done. Oh yeah, can't yeah. trust them. Yeah, yeah. We Preach. all agree. Preach. Yeah, this is a good one, <laughs> and that can be uh, mainly steak. I mean, hamburger. I can kind of see. I'm open to all walks bit. of life, but don't do that. But yeah, I'm open to it. You <laughs> know, that's like putting like, well it's like putting steak. ketchup on a steak. Ketchup on a well done steak. I'm I'm not gonna be friends with that person, even though my brother might be one of those people. Just I, throwing it. Yeah, out. I don't know any adults that would do that. Way to sell seems... out your My brother's brother actually, down the road. He's actually older than me. <laughs> So maybe, I mean, that's unbelievable. Way to sell them out. Secondly, Jamie Lucky and Roger Ayers officiating a basketball game, especially when they're paired together. Mm. So give me mm. give me a recent example mm. of their officiating prowess. They were on they were on a crew this weekend. I can't remember the game though, but mm. they were definitely paired together. No, no, it wasn't. It was the South Carolina Seton Hall game. Oh, okay. And there was, yeah, there was some business. There was some, yeah, there was some business there was some in the game. Yeah, some that, that was an excellent basketball um, game. It was. Well. I watched yeah. it start to finish. Yeah, two Sweet 16 teams, two future Sweet 16 teams going at it. Well, there. easy on Seton Hall. I jumped on that bandwagon way too early last year, and they <laughs> severely disappointed me. Against Gonzaga. Yeah. They got blown out. Yeah, they did. After beating Villanova in the while. title game. Yep. 
Yeah, that was the last game of day one of the Vegas trip, and I, I was off to a rocky start. And so you just went with Gonzaga. I cannot believe you picked Gonzaga. No, I th- I bet on Seton Hall. Well, you picked Gonzaga on the show, so that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but when I was there in Vegas, yeah, I picked Seton Hall. It was not great. Anyways, right. I think that's just about it. All the the only other things I have were the the men who carry pillows and airplanes, which Mike and I can agree on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, people who don't throw down on New Year's Eve. So. That's a wrap. Which I think we've discussed, or at least you guys have. Yeah, but I thought I'd reinforce it. Yeah, I guess we don't need to talk about it anymore. No. Fair enough. Anybody else? Nope. All right, next topic. Let's go on to it. Are we going to the games? Let's Let's go go to the the games. games, Let's talk about basketball. Yeah. All right. Um, So I guess the first game we're looking at is Syracuse-Georgetown, right? I think the projected line is Syracuse minus eight. Is that right? Um, I'm a little disappointed because at the beginning of the year, there were prospects of an actual interesting, I don't know, buzzworthy Syracuse-Georgetown game. We don't have that anymore. It's all gone. It's gone completely out the window. Right, yeah. All the buzz for this game is gone. Nobody cares. Everything's been bad. Nobody cares. Everything's been bad for Syracuse recently. I mean, they've they've lost three out of five. Uh, They... Um, came out and had a, a quote-unquote strong win against Boston University. Um, was it last weekend? Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they had the worst game played so far in college basketball against UConn, at least the one that was televised. And worst that was, televised in, that was game. incredibly bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one mm. of those that people, again, question the sport of college basketball. Um, but but anyways, uh, so playing against Georgetown, um, you know, it's a, it's a nice home game for Syracuse to get back on track. I like them here, even minus eight. Uh, Georgetown... This year is is more of a one trick pony, I think, than than even usual. I I still think L J Peak is is one of the better players in the Big East, but he's he's not going to be able to do what he needs to do in, in the paint against Syracuse. I like uh, Syracuse here. I think the home game thing is a huge factor. They've lost three games this year this year, and all three of those games were neutral or away sites, and mm. those are the only, every other game they've had is a home game. Georgetown, so, meanwhile, has lost deal. to Maryland at home, right? Yeah, mm, they did. Arkansas State at home, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, that was neutral. And Oklahoma State, which I cannot remember, which is probably neutral too, right? It was neutral. Yeah. So that was, was that Maui? Yeah, that was Maui. Yeah, it was part of the same tournament. And their lone star on the jersey cap, whatever you want to call it, was Wisconsin. No, not Wisconsin. Oregon. Oregon. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think you can write home about. That Oregon team is terrible. I'm sorry. They're not going to get it together. Right. So let's focus on what Syracuse does well. I was going to say, I think Rodney Pryor is the most... LJ Peak is is great, but I think Rodney Pryor is the most important person to stop on Georgetown. Um, I agree with you, Mike. I would take Syracuse in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're just better than Georgetown. Georgetown hasn't proven it. Uh, I don't think that... I think that... Syracuse, despite what we say about defensive rebounding because of the zone, I think they're going to own Georgetown on the glass in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Not, I mean, can you own somebody if you play a 2-3 zone on the glass? Yeah, by their standards, I guess not, but they're gonna. it's going to be better than their usual level of rebounding, and I think it's going to be enough to you know, take away whatever edge would be. So you think Georgetown this is nine-point spread? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, think that's a little high. I think Georgetown— I think it's a little high, too, little but high. I can't find myself—I can't convince myself to take Georgetown here no, other than yeah. saying it's Nobody too many should. points. Yeah. Right. They, right. they are not a good rebounding team. It, it really comes down to whether the shooters can hit shots for Yeah, Georgetown. that's right. That's right. And, and they, have, they have great shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, t- Taylor is absolutely right about Ronnie Pryor. Uh, he's shooting over 50%, which is pretty amazing considering he's shot 61 times already mm-hmm. this season. It, from from three from, from three, three point is. range. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just look at the numbers. Georgetown is not a good rebounding team. It's it's. I mean, you know, against the zone, you might get a little a little more flexibility in terms of getting boards. But yeah, I I, I don't see it happening. Sh- even sh- with the points, the strength of Georgetown's offense is that they get to the line at the second greatest rate in the nation, and they're good free throw shooters. And they score a lot. Now, Syracuse is not a team that fouls a lot, mm-hmm. partially because of the zone and partially because of, um, you know, just they're, they're good at not sending people to the line. So I think that'll help. Um, the zone matches up really well yeah, against that. I think they're going to limit a lot of Georgetown's uh, shot opportunities. Georgetown does not have good ball security. And I think Syracuse is going to be able to jump a lot of those passing lanes and just really limit uh, the 
opportunities that Georgetown has on offense. All right, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the Syracuse offense, though. I mean, where are they getting points? I mean, Georgetown is is a pretty stout team defensively. Uh, they play pretty aggressive man-to-man defense. Yeah, the more and more I look at this, the more and more I'm leaning Georgetown. It's so strange to say that. Yeah, I just I think <laughs> I, the UConn game was the UConn game was a red flag. I can hear you flag. wrestling with yourself. I can see your like emotions. Just I was surging. so high on Syracuse at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. though. But mm-hmm. I I can't be static. I need to change, right? Yes, we that, need to, we need to more. You do, that yeah. That is key. With no is allegiances key. here, right? Right. No preseason allegiances. I've thrown NC State. Uh, a, you can't throw the good garbage. money after bad. It's a, it's a good way to do that. Yeah. Ooh, and there like were also that. some signs. There were some bad signs in that Boston game. I'm sorry, there were. If you watch the first half of that Boston game, there were some bad signs. Mm. I think nine is just too much. No, I think I'm, I'm going to go G Town. I'm going Georgetown. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't feel good about this. I think this is a stay away. But yeah, yeah. And, yeah if I you had to that. make the choice, it's going to be stay away. But I'm going to I'm going to stay with Syracuse. I'm going to stay with Syracuse. I'll go Georgetown. Yeah, Cuse. Cuse. Stay away. All right. Okay. Next game. All right. Um, Taylor, what you three got to there? one. Hey, should we mark that down? It's a three to one. Yeah. I do yeah. well on these. Put the asterisks. Oh. Also, to review Terrible last idea. week. Can we review last week? Yeah, I we actually... hit on Villanova. Had it all the way. No scare at all. Can we... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's easy, easy cover. So <laughs> actually, we thought I was serious. <laughs> so actually, what is it? We have three consensus picks last week, and Villanova hit. What else hit? UCLA. UCLA hit. Florida State. Florida State hit. We were three for three? Yeah. But Guthrie, we didn't. get out of the studio. We're rounding into the studio. Was... Rounding into midseason <laughs> form. <laughs> yeah. Pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Florida State. We'll get to them, I'm sure, at some mm, point. Because I'm, I'm going to need somebody to, like, do a gong, and then I'm going to, like, peacefully talk about Florida State and get deep on them for 10 minutes <laughs> by myself. Light some incense. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. exactly. But let, I guess let's get to the next game here while, while mm-hmm. we still have mm-hmm. people's attention, because obviously we're red hot yes. and uh, need to continue picking. Let's talk yeah, about why didn't we I... allocate any of our imaginary capital last week? Well, I was Because not, Guthrie wasn't I was, here. I wasn't here. So and he had an unexcused can... absence. Guthrie holds the purse strings. That's he's, right. he's the one who controls the money. <laughs> well, we're gonna get to one. I don't touch the drugs money. or the money. I'm not. Listen, yeah. I'm, you all know. right, we're putting something of our imaginary. Okay. I don't know. Monopoly okay. money. Yeah, let's, we're, let's we're gonna talk put about it in our play. Next game. I'm really excited about this game. I think it's gonna be great, and that's uh, mm. Notre Dame versus Purdue. Fantastic it's, game. It's at a second best on the pl- slate in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. What is what is this event? It is know? the oh gosh I remember the name but now I'm blanking on it and I don't have it. I think it's the uh, coaches versus coaches for colonoscopy. No, it's classic. the Crossroads Classic. <laughs> no, it's it's crossroads. Oh, Crossroads. Yes, crossroads. crossroads. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. Oh, this is actually a great uh, like event idea. Oh, tell tell us about it. Yeah, it's like what are, it's Notre Dame, Purdue, what Butler, Indiana. I don't I forget who it is, but it's all the teams in that area. It's, if only it was held at Conseco Fieldhouse. You guys don't even remember that, and you're older than I am. No, shame what on you. There? Yeah. Shame oh, on you. Mouse at the palace. No, Conseco no. Fieldhouse. I don't even. <laughs> does it exist anymore? I have no or idea. Or did they tear it down? Was that where the Pacers used to play? Oh, okay. Come on, yeah. Get out of who knows? Who knows? Who cares? Burn it to the ground. I think it's been. <laughs> I think it's actually been. Uh, has it been repurposed? Has it been renamed? You? That's where it is. Yeah. Oh, really? It is. Yeah. It is at that. It's at that. Yeah. It's at. It's now called the Banker's Life. Oh, p- everybody's a sellout. Uh, yeah. Everybody's well, a sellout. Get, you got to get paid. Yeah, the Banker's <laughs> Life. Money makes the world go around. Even man. we have a sponsor. Yeah, that's true. Word up to Three Notch Brewery. We yeah. Do, yeah. We'll do the script later. Well, yeah, exactly. And okay. we'll do some tasting notes. It'll be great. Uh, so I'm really excited about this this game. What's our projected uh, spread? The projected spread that we have is Purdue minus two. Oh gosh, yeah, mm. that mm. is so challenging. Yeah, it's tough. That man. is a challenging one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 look at it. I'll give it a little overview, then we can each dive into it. Right, I'd say because I have a lot to say about yeah, this. Yeah, great. You guys go ahead. I'm You're, gonna get. Yeah, I'll be right I back. love what I love what Luke says. He has a lot to say about it. It sets the tone. Like, yeah, it's just, he's just gonna have a lot to say, and some of it might be relevant. Everybody, but it, step it's gonna back. be very passionate. Mike, I just, Mike, I've been back. taking all your money. I've been gone. taking all your money gone. the last oh, two sorry. weeks. If you were listening to this while driving, make sure the cruise control is on because Luke is about to light it. 
up. <laughs> now, can I say something real quick? Yes, Just, go ahead. I, I need to apologize to our listeners for last week because when Duke got brought up, for some reason, I don't know if it was our sponsor or something else, but I confused <laughs> Jason Tatum and um, Chase Jeter because mm. Taylor was speaking and I assumed he was talking about Chase Jeter. So I immediately said he's <laughs> never going to play anymore, which was completely wrong because you were referring to Tatum and Tatum's an excellent player. He's a top-notch player. Yeah. Yeah. And to be so fair, I'm just apologizing for that because I got really upset because you said I thought you said Chase Jeter. It which would you be didn't. confusing because I do love Chase Jeter, and I <laughs> it was very he's confusing. Fantastic. He's on my um, five man starting team for the ACC. How did I confuse Chase Naturally. Jeter and Jason Tatum? Was it the Jays? What was it? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was my enthusiasm. Was similar for his, size for his play. Similar size. Yeah. I don't know. But I, don't know. I just want to apologize to the community about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it's an official apology. I can hear, apology I can hear somebody silently nodding, going, "It's okay." <laughs> or Luke, we Luke, own up Luke to our Duke. mistakes on this podcast, so that is it's refreshing to hear. Yeah. I felt bad about it when I re-listened to the podcast. Yeah, mm. I, love I felt that really you bad. Listen to it. That's great, man. You, you go back and watch the tape. See how we did. Yeah. Love yeah. It. All right. Back to back to Notre Dame Purdue. Let's talk about it. Okay. Mm. Um, Notre Dame. You're looking at a team that is all offense. Not mm. all offense, but their strength. What, what kind clearly. of offense? What kind of offense do they run? Tell me about it. Ooh, love it. Are they, are they a shooting team? <laughs> They're all shooting. They're oh. just pure shooting. They're a shooting team. Uh, they. Um, Some would say all five players on the floor can usually shoot the three from anywhere. All, all five players are dynamic scorers. They Anybody stretch can you score. Out. They stretch, stretch you out. out. They create it's space. True. Like your first day in prison. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, but you know, one of the things I think that gets overlooked is they have uh, great ball security. <laughs> <laughs> they are they have the best, the lowest that is turnover ratio for an offense in the nation right now. Um, yeah, and that's mostly due to my Matt first Farrell. my first team All ACC point guard. Can I Matt tell you Farrell. something, Mike? Yeah, I was watching Matt Farrell against Villanova. Oh, he was good, wasn't he? And can I tell you what? Yeah. I'd I'd seen him against you know the Iowa game and I was like eh, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and then I knew I, I knew what you, what you were saying when you said that and I yeah. actually agree with you I'm with you yeah he's strong I, I best pure point it. guard in the league I actually yeah. agree now thank you it was amazing you Man. know when I saw it I was what like you know day. what this guy is and when you're going against somebody with your pick that's when you really know right. that's that's the gun to your head moment mm-hmm. and we all had Villanova in that game right yeah yeah we did it was it, our pick and it was it was a tight game it was and a game. whenever Matt Farrell had the ball I was terrified yeah. and that's when I knew that you were onto something yeah Notre, Notre Dame should have won that game I think a lot of people will say you know they, yeah. played, they played well enough Listen, to win it VJ Beecham had about four minutes. threes that went in and out yeah he didn't play well particularly mm-hmm. if they had him uh, I think they win that game at and you know at his mm-hmm. not his pinnacle but somewhere near his pinnacle yeah, he was now, Vestoria no, played well. and um, He always does in the big games. Fluger, re- Fluger really didn't give him anything off the bench. And did you know something about Rex Fluger? Interesting fact. He is the highest rated offensive player. I was just of about somebody to I was who, waiting But so he does hard. not qualify for the Damn. absolute highest ranked offensive player because he is not at 40% minute, minutes, right. right? That's right. At Kempom. You know who's number two? Kyle Guy. Yeah, and wow. and Fluger yeah. also has mm. zero turnovers on the year, mm. so the number one ranked player by turnover percentage in offense. So well, we're throwing out Notre Dame facts. Matt Farrell is twenty four of twenty four at the line this year. They shoot free throws in exceedingly well. They do not get to the line very well at all. I'm taking Notre Dame. Yeah, I'll say Vastori is also thirty two of thirty three. So you know they don't miss. They don't miss from the line. They're a great shooting team. So you were talking about their offense there, Taylor. So right. they can shoot from anywhere. They mm-hmm. they seem to pass the ball pretty well uh, as Absolutely. well. You know, they're uh, I think they have assists on sixty two percent of their here. passes. So what do you do? You think that they'll cover? Do you do you feel good about? That I don't know. I'm getting to against this. Well, this Purdue team. I will say, uh, who is Purdue? What is life? <laughs> <laughs> Are you at a crossroad? So my uh, this is we, a crossroad of styles. I was saying, yeah, I was going to say we talk all the time about how we evaluate games and what we think about when we're looking at the spread. And I always repeat, style makes fights. And you know, you look at what each team is trying to do. Purdue's defense has been great at limiting other teams. Uh, Field goal percentage. They've been great at uh, limiting their trips to the line, limiting their second chances. It's it's a good defense. Um, that being said, they're a big team and they're built on their front court. They're built on uh, Swanigan, Haas. They're built on those guys. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is the strength of their team. That's where they want the ball to be when they have the ball on offense and 
that's where a lot of their defensive you know, strength has come from. And so on offense, they're also another great offensive team. Uh, and a lot of it is uh, because of that front court. But they also shoot three-pointers really, really well. And they, really often. Yeah, they shoot, yeah. They shoot three-pointers often. They have the fifth highest three-point percentage um, as shooting a team, percentage as, as a, a team, team. They almost shoot right? 45% from three. Yeah. It's and pretty, I, and, pretty excellent. And I will say I think a lot of that is built on when you have Swanigan and Haas down low, it, you draw a lot of attention to that, opens up a lot of space, and they've done a great job of moving the ball around. They're fourth in the nation by assists by field goals made, which means you know they're a great passing team. They're a really so good passing let's, team. So let's take, take what you've said here. So you're telling me that Notre Dame is this excellent offensive juggernaut that – moves the ball incredibly well and shoots incredibly well. But they're maybe a little undersized. Mike, Mike really are we going to get to your thesis ever? But, mm-hmm. but however, are we, we have get this there? Purdue team that also passes the ball really well, also shoots the three really well. Oh, and they also happen to be very large and also can mm-hmm. play defense. Yep. Hmm. A valid point. I will counter with they, they do not take care of the ball particularly well. Mm-hmm. So that's they, their they, weakness. That's one of their main weaknesses. They turn the ball offense. over. Also, honestly, watching this Notre Dame Villanova game, I think these these teams are quite similar. I, I th- these being Notre Dame, Notre Dame and, Dame and Vill- Notre or, Dame and Villanova. I got you. Okay. They play very oh. small. Mm-hmm. They like to. I mean, they really typically play with four guards. And Villanova got the narrow win at Purdue. Exactly. Don't they, want to bring up the uh, the, the, the transitive property. The transitive property yeah. theory. Sorry, Taylor. I mean, sorry. I just you know it's, it's you know fine, it's something it's that fine, it's something that the gambling community should know about at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was actually going to bring that, bring up that game, but I basically I I don't necessarily believe that they defend in similar ways, but I think Notre Dame is sound enough defensively, and they've they've proven that they can can hang with a team like Villanova. Who guards Haas and Swanigan down It doesn't low? matter. You know what? It's, it's too hey, much. Listen, like the who guards the per- Do those two guard the perimeter? Yeah. Do those two no, are no, going to no, guard I'm... the perimeter against Notre Dame's perimeter. Right, yes, it's tough. I know. I'm just... Okay, all right. I'm going pace and space, all right? I'm believing in modern-day basketball in this one. I'm going Notre Dame. And I also believe in Matt Farrell. I'm a Matt Farrell com- convert. Wow, you, wow. I'm a convert. What? Wow! Somebody write this down. Wow! I mean, so he was he Catholics was, versus converts over here. I guess. <laughs> he was very impressive in the Villanova what, game. No, Some of those pass, he's like he Lonzo was. Ball without the three-point You're shot. You're really serious about he taking really this, is. taking your evolution, your change seriously. Wow! I'm impressed. Good for you. Good for you. Because yeah. I am not as big a believer as you I, are yet. I, I'm, I've always been a semi-believer. Well, but, well Mike's the, a believer, the, but he's going against Notre the Dame. The pace and space thing does bother me because both Vestoria and Colson offer a very unique challenge to Purdue. I'm not sure who guards either one. You know, you can't have Vincent Edwards guard both of them. You know, and who so, guards VJ Beecham? You know, I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah, so that's who I'm thinking Vincent Edwards is probably going to guard, right? But, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I can't imagine Swanigan playing against Colson. Maybe he can, um, but I don't know. I just and I don't see Haas getting a lot of. There's no place for Haas. In oh this game. yeah, what is he gonna do? I don't. Yeah, know. All right, we, we gotta make picks. picks. It's time to make go, picks. Go ahead, Mike. All right, you go first, Luke. I've oh. already made my pick. Oh, you're going. Notre with, Dame. You're going Notre Dame. Give me Notre Dame plus two. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah right. The Notre plus Dame plus two, which is basically yeah. a pick'em. Okay. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Notre Dame. Tell that to all the yes, Guthrie. Congratulations. You're on the winning side. I feel pretty good about this pick. All right, yeah, Purdue, I, all right Purdue dudes. Let's I go. don't. I don't feel as good about it, but I'm actually going to go with Purdue. I mean, uh, excuse me. I'm going to go with Notre Dame, and mm. that's because I feel that both these teams are going to be able to score on offense. Three to one, baby. But you have to go with Three, the team two, that one. has made their entire identity scoring on offense, and that's the entire okay. focus of their team. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame, Mike. All right, I'm going with Purdue. All right, so we've better. had. Consecutive three to ones. That's I, good enough. Consecutive three to ones. Like I'm on right. a Georgetown Island. Mike's on a Purdue Island. Next yeah. game. Are we going to go straight to Carolina and uh, Kentucky? Yes. Yeah, let's let's do it. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about Florida State yet? Okay, sorry. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> we need to talk about why Whatever. That. They're the ones that kept the name the Seminoles. Don't shake your head at me. Okay? But that, that is not a Seminole. Okay, we need to. We we're, not, sh- we're not spending okay. time on Manhattan. Okay, we're not spending time on a three and seven team. We're talking about uh, UK versus UNC at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh man! I mean, the 
what the Oasis, right? This is it's, this it's is so the <laughs> most college basketball game ever. UK UNC in Las Vegas. It's fantastic. You know, Mike Bill Walton called Las Vegas the peaceful meadows of the Mojave Desert. Oh, that's a bad. It's, this is the only time I ever disagree with Bill Walton. That is a bad characterization. Well, that's what he said. I do find it to be a very relaxing place. Look, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know what it's like to go back into the womb. But I imagine it's like walking into a Vegas sports book. That's what it feels like to me, at least. You know, I just, it's just warm. It's inviting. You know, people are nice to you. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. People are nice to you. <laughs> I mean, they know you. It's I'm, just, it's very nice I've to I've always there. felt like an outsider there. Unwelcome. Right. No, yeah. I guess that's why, that's why you add value when you come with yeah. me. You know, you're like... You're like that guy. I'm They're a like, maverick. Hey, what's wrong I with that I shake that place guy? up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, UNC UK. UNC UK. I'm sure you have some insights, Taylor. Being the well, let's first establish our projected line. The projected line, what we expect it will be, is uh, Kentucky minus one. Is Joel Berry playing? I, I don't know. But I then we can't even we can't even th- talk about this game. I think that this game you can, can we, easily see move to a pick'em, easily. But we don't Ooh. know. They're both teams that. I mean, and that's hot take. take. Yeah, sorry. A lot of the, but these teams both take a lot of money from the public, so you could. I, I mean, yeah, I would say throw out the points in this. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna be a pick 'em. Yeah, it's probably gonna be the highest. I can imagine it being the highest wagered on game in Vegas uh, this year for, Why? for a regular because, season. Because the game. public is idiotic. Because, I would not, I, I touch this. No, especially because it's there. Because of where it is, yeah. and it's two huge schools. I mean, I, I think it's gonna be a huge, uh, huge draw for the. For the box office. Should we do a, a a contingent pick? As if this is contingent on JB Jr. playing. And that's my nickname because it's a great nickname. It's better than Joel Berry III. We're doing JB Jr. for now on. JBJ. That's a little, People might not be able to de- decipher that. They might think you're thinking of JPJ, which happens to be where Virginia plays its oh, home okay. games. You all know? right, all right. We I thought do... of that too, but I, I dismissed it. Okay. JB Jr., JBJ. is he playing? Uh, let's just assume that he is. In my understanding, then I'm taking North Carolina because I'm high on North Carolina still. I am. He he was barely out for the for the previous game against Tennessee, so I, I think he will. He's play. gonna play. Yeah, he's got to play. You joking me? <laughs> yeah, when you want to get drafted, you got to play. Also, this Kentucky has some nays- this has some naysayer factoring in. Okay, everyone's questioning North Carolina. Oh, look at that Tennessee game. Oh, yeah, maybe a little bit of chip on their shoulder. Maybe Roy laid into him. You know, which I, I would love to be a part. I would love to be a fly on a locker room door with Huckleberry Hound laying into a team. Mm. I'd be oh, a, it makes me I'd so be a happy laughing to hear you fly. that again. I don't yeah. think you've used it this year. Yeah, that's it. well, it's good. Know. Yeah. Takes me back. I'm taking North Carolina. Okay. Without anything. No, nothing so, else except that just your feeling. No, your no. Feeling. Uh, do you want to go into matchups? Yeah, I want because to hear, we can, hear we just can a do little that. bit. Give me North Carolina matchup. is a much better defensive team than they are given credit for. Okay. They can protect the glass. They can protect the rim. Kentucky thrives off getting They're to the rim. They're a great defensive team, yeah. And they know how to play in transition. Kentucky enjoys playing in transition. So uh, it's not like they're going to be outpaced by the Wildcats. All right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, Kentucky's relying on Malik Monk to shoot North Carolina out of the out of the gym, which mm-hmm. I don't completely trust. And I think North Carolina has the advantage in the interior, but that they practically have the in- interior advantage over almost every team. Okay, are those good enough points for you? Do you I, want you me know, to continue? I just, yeah. Audience, I just want you to listen to that analysis. That that take everything you own, fly to Vegas. And put it on the UNC Tar Heels. Oh, thank you, Mike. I like that. All right, I, Mike. I like that analysis. I'm I proud wasn't of you. expecting that. That this desk moved. It moved when you were speaking because I was so excited about what you were saying. Thank you. And also, public. I just want to let you know. Besides from the Fort Wayne game, Mike Jaffe and I, when we agree, which is rare, we're never wrong. Mm. Besides from the Fort Wayne game, which was an unfortunate pending a fact cover and and just so you know one of the main reasons i took fort wayne in that game is because i used to uh share an apartment with a rapper from fort wayne when i lived in in uh, puerto rico and also we were you did we were and we (laughs) were irrational about that game let's just pause for a second to appreciate that sentence and then we'll move on we're not gonna evaluate it we're not gonna look into it a rapper from fort wayne you lived with Yes. While in Puerto Rico. Yes, Great. correct. Okay, he, was, moving on. he was recording some reggaeton tracks at the time. Yeah, that makes the I'll better. look up his name. I Taylor, Taylor and Guthrie, I want to say this before you guys start. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. This game has unbelievable consensus 
opinion potential. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. No pressure. No pressure. Um, I am I am firmly decided in my pick. Do you want to go or should should I just no go no ahead just talk? lay it out there. North Carolina is okay. Just assuming Joel Berry is playing. He's playing. If he's playing, North Carolina wins. Great, let's do it. By, I I think they're let's they're gonna it. they're gonna win easily. I think so too. Taylor, um, I'm taking the Cats. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what what possible reason? Everybody thinks they're, they're still the best team in the country, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm but, higher on. I mean, I'm I'm very high on North Carolina as well. Uh, I think the argument you make is that they're going to have a better interior presence. Um, yeah, because and, it's, because and it's they're going to know how to play a fast-paced his, transition I, I game. His transition defense argument was the best that I've okay, heard. Okay, I agree with that. That but, we won't hear anywhere Okay, else. so North Carolina plays at the 12th fastest rate in the country. Do you know who plays at the 4th fastest rate in the country? It happens to be Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky is not going to have a problem. Take the over in this game. That's a soccer's bet. Don't take the over. But, <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be an up-and-down game. Which is one of the reasons it's going to be so amazing to watch. Um, if even if Joel Berry plays or not, Kentucky's perimeter players are still going to be better than UNC. But they can't by shoot. A they wide can't, they're not. Margin. They're not a quality shooting perimeter team. They're going to get into the paint. Uh, yes, it is uh, true. That uh, is their weak. Uh, Malik uh, Monk is the only who, person who's who can hanging shoot. out in the paint. They're going to get in there. I some trees, some like Tony Bradley. Isaiah Hicks trees. Yeah, North Carolina we're is convince a you, Taylor. Taylor, we're going to convince team. you by the no, end of your I, little monologue. To, to me, to me, this there, there's no argument. I mean, there is an argument to be made, but it'd be wrong. Okay. <laughs> can we do a three to one? So can we pull it, out of our kitty it, from a three to one stance on this game? North North Carolina is not when I'm the one. North Carolina <laughs> is the best, the best in the nation, offensive rebounding team. Right, the best. That's true. And Kentucky, Kentucky is. Bad. is Awful yes. at defensive rebounding. Yeah. I mean, part of it is that they play teams and, you know, they're up 30, 40, 50 points on Arizona State and, you know, it whatever. Right. They're like sitting, sitting, hanging matter. out. Yeah, go tell that on wait, the Waiting for the lottery to, to happen. But like, even still, they are, they are 237th in the nation in defensive rebounding. Right. I just think so. And and a lot of this is like gut feeling that you're not going to like this, but and it goes against all this stuff. Uh, that I agree with the defensive rebounding being a huge weakness for them. Sure. Um, I think when you play these sorts of games, they're not going to be undersized. Um, that is true. I don't think, and in these type of games, I discredit that a little bit less. Where it's like the two top five teams playing that sort of game. So you're and trusting young strength against Dewey strength I, and actual strength. I, I, think yeah. they, I think that UNC will probably have a little bit of an edge on the glass. But I the type of teams... A little that, bit of an edge. The type of teams that beat Kentucky are not teams that out-physical them and beat them with athleticism. Well, uh, well the teams, listen... And, the, that's, and if that's what you're depending on... Are you on saying inside, Kentucky historically? No, I'm, say, or I'm saying this now current, and historically. Well, what I'm saying well, now, too, now this team has teams, only played a couple real games. The teams that beat them, like UCLA, are teams that outshoot them and uh, you know score a lot from beyond the arc and outshoot them and outscore them We don't have a sample way. size for that. They haven't played enough and real people. That's my analysis They played Michigan and State, and Michigan State that, is... I would is, feel much more comfortable with Oh, uh, I don't know. I think Kenny Williams is going to have 12 clutch points. He's going to be like <laughs> three of four from three. That's Kenny not Williams. helping our argument. a couple in one. That is I'm not telling you, he's going to stretch him out. Uh, stretch no. him out. I, so You picked the wrong player for that. So no, nope, I'm telling I, you. I, I'm hey, glad. when does Penson get back? It's going to be a while. It's like another... four weeks or so, right? It's a decent amount of time. Anyways, I'm telling you, Kenny Williams, your undercover MVP of the of the game. Great game! I but, can't wait for it. Yeah, yeah it, it's certainly numbers. certainly going to be an exciting game. Yeah, it's going to okay, be exciting. Okay, so we have three three and ones right now. Man, we should act on these. Guthrie, we are should. you going to go three and one? Uh, are you going to be on an island on the last game? That would only be fitting. Everybody oh, has an island. Given you... given the teams in the next game, absolutely. Okay, no, what is it? No. I guarantee I'll move to the next game because I feel like Guthrie Go and I are on the same picture. The next game is Wake Forest at Xavier. Okay. And I, ooh, I, can Guthrie just talk for two and a half minutes just alone about Wake Forest? <laughs> Somebody get this man a pipe and a fireplace. I want to hear you just talk about Wake Forest. Give and him a, the love. My pillow, Mike, not you for know, his neck, but for his lap. We're st- I mean, <laughs> for his cat. We're already <laughs> running over, but we still have a deep dive to do on Boston College, and you want a Florida State soliloquy, so yeah. we need to keep this nice Boston and, and College. succinct. Let me, 
are you serious? You're going to talk about Boston Let's, College? I'm not going to. These two clowns okay, want to. Okay, I'm going to propose that we do Boston College next time because I actually haven't watched the Auburn game yet. But you started watching the tape. Oh, I did. Okay. Let's I let's did. just focus on what we're talking about right now, okay? Wake Forest <laughs> at Xavier. We have the projected line as Xavier minus nine. It's already moved from Xavier minus ten to the Xavier minus nine. The, you know where the game is? The Centos Center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, okay. And Cincy? Right. Yeah, you're right. So, this is not a Wake Forest home game. You realize that, don't you? It I is. It, it is an away game for Danny Manning. Yeah. I believe. Even though it's I've, the Skip Prosser tournament. Pours them out. Oh, is it really? It is. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what it is. I just think, I, I mean, I'm going to be upfront and say, I'm going to take Wake Forest here, getting nine points. I think it's a lot of points. I believe in Wake Forest. I think that uh, John Collins is fantastic. I mean, I know we've talked a lot about Brian Crawford and how great he is. Mm-hmm. I think John Collins might be the best player on that team. He might be mm-hmm. the most important player to them. Um, like he is great. I've been really impressed with him. Um, recently, I watched the what the last game that Wake Forest played um, against UNCG. Play, right, they played UNCG. Horrible. UNC Greensboro, another away game, which. Wake and they won by, like, by three points. Yeah, Wake got up by like 16 before letting them come back. I cannot believe you guys. But I will say it was a UNCG is kind of a that similar type of team to Xavier in the sense that they get a lot of their offensive strength from offensive rebounding. You know, Xavier is a the 30th best offensive rebounding team in the nation. Um, but weirdly, they don't have a ton of size. They play a lot of four guard, one guy, one big guy in sets. That's their that is like their main set is four mm-hmm. guards. Okay. And they and they rebound with their guards. They crash the boards. They shoot from three-point range. They're not good three-point shooters. Um, but they play with four cards. They just play with kind of those like big guards who crash and get rebounds. I think uh Wake's gonna be able to limit that sort of thing. Um Wake's offense. They they win at the free throw line. I think when you're talking about guards that slash, I mean they get to the line quite a bit. I think mm-hmm. they shoot the ball pretty well from the line. Right, yeah. and that, one of the, that's where they make up for their poor three. And shooting. one of the great things about Wake's defense is that they limit the amount of times that a team gets the free throw line. Mm-hmm. I think Wake. Uh, there, I'm a little bit concerned about their defense because they play a pretty t- tight man, but then they lose guys off screens and it gets frantic. It comes down to like guys okay. just closing right. out over. Guthrie, thoughts. Xavier is not a great shooting team. Yeah. So, it, to me, to me, it's 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 it really comes down to whether they can execute their half, half excuse me half court offense, and this the screening against Wake Forest against Wake Forest. A, a, Wake a, Wake is a, a tremendously disciplined team in transition defense. Get out of here. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not exactly talking about transition defense, but it, what I'm what I'm interested in is the ability of Wake Forest to execute offense. They are actually a Pretty good offensive. Oh no, team. they're a good offensive team. They yeah no they they really are. They're and they're borderline great a great shooting team. So to me, Xavier Xavier is not the defensive team that's going to put any like Xavier is a good offensive on, team. Let's be sure. Clear. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's going to be a decently high scoring game. I think, but I mean neither team like really slows it down too much. Wake wants to push the pace on offense. They will try to get down, get transition points. Mm-hmm. And then I love the action that they run where they have, you know, they run a ball screen for the ball handler at the top of the key. Okay. All right. And Taylor, they Taylor. slip the big guys like Collins and Mitaglu to the paint. I think it's going to be yeah. especially against you guys, have had, you, you guys have had their say. Mike, Jeff, you can join these fools or you can join me. I had no idea we were going to get such in-depth analysis on the Oh, Demon I'm Deacons. so excited about this. I'm like, really, I'm like really remember, happy for you guys. Remember, I mean, we're all in on we're Wake Forest. Listen, if you guys in. think that Midiglou is going to be the guy in the paint, you're, you're no, mistaken. John Collins is the guy in the paint. Well, pop. you said Midiglou cutting to the rim. You just said no, that. No, they, they run this. They run the uh, roll action. They pick at the top of the key, but the object is not to get the ball handler you know driving to the rim it's which i usually don't for, like it's to create hop. space and get no it's to get Mitaglu like slipping or Collins slipping into the paint like slipping off that player and xavier right, switches on, okay. on defense so you're going to get some slips it's, in it's there. the team that barely beat uncg i'm just throwing it out there i'm maybe making too hard of a case okay, yeah. but also last Great. week i got a lot of flack for my wake love so i i wanted to 
you know, support yeah, and, them. And, you know, Xavier, you know, we haven't talked a lot about Xavier, but um, they struggled against a Colorado team that's not dissimilar from Wake. I mean, they play a very similar style of play. Uh, yeah, and you know, Colorado is not a great team. No, no, they're not, they're not a great team. And that's not a, that's a not a good. Team. That's not a good result. They're not a bad team. Yeah, Xavier is overrated. I agree, and you should never lose to North to Colorado. But you should never beat if you're a respectable team. You shouldn't beat UNCG by two, and have a bunch of other wonky results. All right, pick your. It was pick three, it, and it's it, a, it's an away game. I'm taking it's an Xavier's at home. I'm taking Xavier <laughs> in the points. Tough. No problem. Yeah, they Xavier cover. in the points. No problem. Okay, yeah. that's no. what you're going with. Yeah, I'm going with the way. All right, you guys. You're getting nine, nine or ten points. You're getting nine it. or ten points. We're saying nine. We're saying nine, right? Yeah. Okay. It might go up, but we're saying nine for now. I'll, I'll take Wake and the okay. points. Okay. Oh, take really? Points. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will. Yeah. Oh, so Luke is on an island. Uh, this is the second time today. I'll take Georgetown Island and I'll take the Xavier Island. Wow. Are, I do not believe in that Wake team. Those are two pretty bad teams. <laughs> Georgetown. Georgetown's a bad team. Uh, yeah. Xavier is a good team. I, I mean, they're, they're decent. A good team. They're decent. At least I know. You, at least you won't have to buy more than one outfit. I'm, people are, people are on that that least. Big East. They're sucking that Big East teat right I'm, now. Listen, listen the Big really East teat of Villanova destroyed. <laughs> no, they I'm destroyed be Wake. Happy with that. What else? Let's look at Wake's quality wins this year. Okay, what is their best uh, win? You, uh, Richmond. Okay, let's let's, let's revisit that Wake that Wake Villanova game. Did you watch that game? Because I I definitely watched. Oh, it. oh, they were so close in the first half. That's what you're gonna say. Well, right. actually, I mean, it, it. so the score is they lost by, what, 19? Yeah. Am I doing math right? It, it was a lot closer than that. It, it was a very up-and-down game. It was at least 18 points. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, for most of the game, it was within 10 points. Yeah, I think it was like a 14-point line or something, and it was well within and reach. And Josh Hart had 30, and he gets to the rim. And, and he got to the rim in that game because I remember watching this game. And you know what? I think Xavier gets to the rim too. That's why I'm going with the Musketeers. Trevor, okay. Trevor Blue okay. and Josh Hart are very similar players. I think they remind well, me a lot of each other. Uh, that makes me feel yeah. sick inside when yeah, I'm thinking I, I don't about, know about that. that. I'm just saying. It's Wake's hard. perimeter defense gets so frantic at times. They're just like closeout after closeout because they lose guys. <sighs> All right, what are I'm your picks? So You're not going to not pick Wake. After oh, I already Wake picked Wake. Oh, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's another island. Three of us are on are on Wake. Let's right. let's talk about a Clemson at Alabama really quickly. Clemson, we have it's Clemson, Clemson favorite is minus two. <laughs> is any? I, I take Clemson here. I like what Avery Johnson's done. No, I'm going Clemson with here. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the line is. I, I don't know. <laughs> it, Clemson is two no, point favorites. No, Clemson is two point oh favorites. I, oh, I don't know two? anything about this yeah. game. Ooh. I mean, I don't feel right giving a pick. I have no idea about Alabama. I don't know anything about them. Let me they, tell you about them. They're a pretty good but not great defensive team. I, I'm going to trust not you. A good You're the man who's team. just gone with Wake Forest. You also <laughs> went with Taking Clemson. You went with Wake. You went against. You went with Kentucky. Yep. And I'm supposed to trust you. This Listen, is, what are you also you went with trust? Syracuse? I, I mean, I don't trust Taylor Pilkington. You wouldn't be the first person, my okay, friend. Okay, fine. You, at least you went with Notre Dame, but that but you have irrational <laughs> love for Notre Dame. It's not analytical love. It's true. It's true. All right, whatever. Nobody knows anything about this yeah, game. We're not what? doing this. No, Let's just okay. not do it. This, this game is not going to be close. Have we picked Clemson? Clemson is going to blow them know. out of the water. I mean, like, we'll take it, Clemson. It's, yeah. It, yeah. This game is not going to be close. Alabama, Clemson's a team who's Alabama, renowned for blowing teams out of the water. <laughs> <They're>, yeah, <laughs> that is true. They are. They are definitely definitely not. But. I will tell you something about this Alabama team. They are not good. Mm. Alabama's not good. Should we trust Guthrie, you three? I'm including myself no, I'm when you. I say you three. Can you name a single player on the Alabama team? I, no. Well, since I'm looking at their Avery, roster, I, I mean, yeah, it all off. I, you, you correctly <laughs> named the coach. You correctly named the coach. This Did team, we tell our favorite Avery Johnson story? Last year, I oh, feel like no, we're, yeah. Did we? I, oh, we won't tell it again. I I don't I don't remember this. I once um at. Aqueduct Park, uh, the racetrack in New York. In I, Queens, New York. Yeah. Make, make yourself sound more street. That's right. I uh, waited I waited behind Avery Johnson in line at the betting window. And I said, hey, coach, great game last night. I think the Nets at that point had like lost by 30. And I was like, great. I had not watched the game. And I was like, great game, coach. And he was just, he looked at me, sized me, looked me from my toe to my Top of my head, and was like, thanks, and just walked off. Mm. Just, mm. Yeah. He must have known that you weren't an actual New Yorker. 
And was, he's like, oh, this clown. It was an emotional moment. That, I'm me. not going to lie. That was the most disappointing story I've ever heard <laughs> about Avery Johnson. Like, if I go back through it, I like, just ask people, like, tell me a uh, terrible story about Avery Johnson. You know Avery what? He Johnson. did. He, they'll all be better than that. Okay. The, the best part of it was he did, at the betting window, pull out, like, a large stack of cash. Oh, oh, well, good. So, I mean, uh, he, that, makes it, that makes it better. So they were paying him to coach the Nets then. That's, well, that's good. I mean, the, the Russian guy's money is still good, I guess. As I was like, I'll take Broker $10 on bills. number six to win. He was like, mm, just here. And just yeah. whatever this is. Bills across yeah. the table. Give me my receipt. That's what Mike does <laughs> okay. at, the, at the window. All right. Can, can, can I make a case for why this is going to be a blowout? No, we're not talking. Oh. Sure. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Give him 18 seconds. I mean, Alabama. It's not enough time for Guthrie. It's, it's not. <laughs> he needs like Alabama a is is atrocious offensively. Okay. Tepid defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson has players that they can make their own shot, get their own shot rather. Mm-hmm. Also, also making their own that, shot. There's their a big difference. Create their own shot. There's mm-hmm. a big difference. That, that's probably the word. I mean, I, was going I can for. create my own shot on the floor if you put me in, in a game. I'm not gonna make it, but I can create you, it. R- really. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. This is something Let's, about Alabama's defense. This is something the main about thing me. They, do is they turn the ball. They force turnovers, and Clemson has great ball security. I think they're going to negate Alabama's best quality. That is their best quality as a team. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. It. I mean, to me, it, it. It's not even like a question of who will win the game. It's whether Clemson will win by ten or twenty. So we well, should just go with you. Alabama. So it'll we should go with you, you in this. I, I mean, it's up to you guys. It'll be closer I, than you think because it's a, it's home a two game point for, spread. For Alabama. So two is, and you're, and two you're, is and not, you're saying not, ten to twenty. All right, I trust you. I'll I'll do it. I, I to me to me this is like the easiest I mean, pick that Al- we've talked about. Alabama today. is they try to bring havoc, right? They're like a havoc team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this reminds me actually of the, there was this Michigan VCU game from two years ago in the tournament where um, Michigan. Oh, I was, watched this game. Michigan yeah, was I watched, by, I led by Trey Burke. Led and they by just, Trey they Burke. They wrecked it. They wrecked and it. And just never turned the ball over against VCU. They just right. kept it with Burke the whole time. I I could see Clemson doing the same thing here. You know, with with the Avery. Uh, Avery not Holmes. of Johnson, yeah. but of Holmes yeah. and uh, Gabe DeVoe. So I'm with you, Guthrie. Yeah, they have let's great, do it. great ball handlers. Let's do Taylor, it. Taylor? Is this going to be our first consensus? Well, I'm all in on Clemson in this game. Okay, fine. Let's Consensus! Where's the bell? Where's all the, right. bell? All right. the bell? All right, let's I'll do it. <laughs> I got it. Hold up. You guys, cons- while I'm getting the bell out, consider how much we're going to allocate. Of- what do we have left? Is it- <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, that was kind of creepy. <laughs> okay, since... We lost our Duke bet, but every other consensus that we've had that we haven't really done on air has really done well. Yeah, I, quite I, frankly, I think uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, even as a group, I mean, if, should uh, we bet it all? Listener, take your imaginary dollars and put them in Alabama. Yeah, I love this is a sure <laughs> sign that we are wrong. Yeah, I love, I love that none of us can name a player in Alabama yet. I'm so pumped We're like, for the Alabama's consensus. Alabama's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> all right, two hundred, right? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. All right. No, <laughs> no, 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 listen. If you say 10 to 20, we're doing 200. And if it fails, then we're going to throw you off the boat. Okay, okay. <laughs> Both of those things are, are unfair. Well, okay, you, one, you sounded really confident. I mean, I am very confident. Okay, I am very right. confident. Well, I think we should bet the same amount in, in Monopoly money we're talking about. Oh, North Carolina. No, no. Yes, the, we, that, that we, should, we absolutely oh, should. Well, Taylor, mean, yes, Taylor is I, biased. He, he should not be involved in this. Here's I what agree we'll with do. You. We'll just take 110 of our Captain Crunch dollars, and mm. we will put them on Clemson covering a two-point two two spread. spread against I like Alabama. it. I like it. Yeah, I, I was going to suggest the same amount that we we. Well, then we'll lost. just be back to even. I want to be ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... I want, I want to strive to be ahead. Life Rome is hard. wasn't built in a day. There we go. <laughs> well, we should... Mike... Mm-hmm. We should. Okay. What do you, what do you think? Okay. I would. So. All right. I, I like to go mm. big or go home. Me too. Mike. Let's do it, Mike. Let's 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 pound it. Mike has yeah. never met a wager that he didn't like. <laughs> yeah. And notice so I said true. wager. It's not yeah, a this bet. is a man who went. We with, don't bet. We hey, don't Taylor, gamble. We Taylor, wager. Can I tell you something? Yeah, that's right. This man went, went with Marquette on Saturday today against Wisconsin. I took. I would do it again. I would. I would <laughs> it, was a, it was a four was point Luke, spread. Luke Fisher. I loved Marquette in that game. Oh yeah. It was a four God. point spread. Oh my God. And he, he Fisher was, dominated you guys, you the first are, half. Oh, you guys are crazy. Worst tear in basketball. Oh, by no. far. Yeah. Oh. You mean Bry- super Bryce Harper? Biggest no, streak yeah. in basketball yeah. as well. Yeah. Also, he was great. Channeling his head coach. Okay, Mike. What mm-hmm. do you think? No, what? No, as much as much as you'll let me do. Let's do two hundred. Sure. One, one fifth. Two hundred. Sure. Taylor. 
Are you okay with that? So, yeah, so let's, let's do two twenty to uh to make me feel good. Oh Lord, Guthrie. All right, I'm on two twenty on the Clemson, 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 Clemson Tigers. Clemson. Let's move very briefly to Georgia Tech versus Georgia. No, we don't have time for that. It's a, it's an in-state big rivalry game. Georgia. We got to focus on name Georgia Name your Tech. team. We're not breaking this down. We don't have time. Georgia is a one-point favorite. I'm going to take Georgia Tech here. Okay. Mike. Me too. I like what I've seen from GT. Georgia Tech this year. Guthrie. Give me Georgia. All right. Split. <gasps> ben Lammers. Have you even watched Ben Lammers play college basketball? He's good. Yeah. He is. All right, what's else? What else is up? I mean, is there is there anything else to say? No, we're saving. I'm, we're I'm saving BC. We're saving BC. In I think we need to celebrate the Boston College win. Huge win against it, Auburn. Actually, it, it is a big win. It really is. I mean, you know they what? were in Madison Square Garden. It's a big yeah. media market. Yeah. Huge. Jim Christian said that it was the start of the season for his young Eagles, because they're young every year, aren't they? Yeah. Isn't Boston College the team that's young every year? Oh, they're young. They have a lot of no. transfers this year. But in actually, the post-game I interview, I actually watched the post-game interview. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the post-game interview. And he said, this is the start of a new season. He was, Didn't he say that? Did you guys watch? Yeah, he did. And actually, Jerome Robinson with him said, like, after this win, I feel like it's going to be a whole different team. So maybe it was like Jerome Robinson. Like so yeah. maybe it was Jerome Robinson. Well, they Roberts both said the same sort of Jim thing. Christian. They said the same sort of okay, thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And I'll just say, I did watch the game. My personal favorite new player, I used to love Jerome Robinson still, but my new favorite player in Boston College is Kai Bowman. Yeah, man. Uh, he's a freshman, fantastic, dyed his hair red, amazing. Yeah. He goes to the rim like like he's going to murder a you man. You who else I like? At the rim. And I just love <laughs> that he else? has no fear going to the rim. And he throws up these shots that are ridiculous, and that's how they won because he threw up some ridiculous shot, and it was the tip-in at the end that... Popovich. Is this Nick, the red-haired year? I also like the guy from South Carolina who, his name I'm blanking on right now, who has the red hair. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, you do. Somebody. Are you talking about Fred Durst? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's all about that nookie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow, we're really taking oh, it back. Man. All right, that's a wrap, guys. It's been good talking. Next week, you can stay tuned for a BC deep dive, right? Yeah. Because you guys need to watch film, let's right? Talk, let's talk Boston. And also, Mike, what do you got to say about Florida State? No, we can hold it off till next week. I mean, the greatest team in playing college basketball right now will still be doing it next week, so we'll have time. Okay, the <laughs> ACC Basketball Oof. Degenerates podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Three Notched Brewing. Named after a colonial-era trail running through central Virginia, Three Notched Brewery develops innovative beers around the bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and Jack Jewett. Three-notched beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three-notched brewing. Leave your mark. This week, Taylor, lead us. Uh, this week we're drinking a Juniper IPA, which uh, actually also available in their new tasting room in Richmond. Can you tell me the history of the Juniper? Uh, the tree or the IPA? The tree. No. <laughs> Where is it indigenous to? I wish you could tell me, but do you know? Yeah, Pacific Northwest. That's oh, like your really? jam, right? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Isn't it? it can't be because it's like a main, <laughs> it can't be because it's a main ingredient. Can't.